That is right, people. It is Fringe Fanatics. I am Chris Zane. And I'm Chad Lee. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, thank you as always. If you are tuning in right now, whatever you're listening or watching us on, please like and subscribe and rate us five stars. As always, like, share, subscribe, and follow us on all things social media at Fringe underscore Fanatics. Chad. It is episode 49. What does that mean? It's the Bobby Mitchell episode. That is right. It is the Bobby Mitchell episode. Let's tell people about Bobby Mitchell. I wasn't even aware of Bobby Mitchell before we looked this up. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing about doing these numbers. We're probably going to find out a lot of stuff. I'm learning. Yeah, Yeah. 49, Bobby Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, So he was active in the NFL from 1958 to 1968. His career highlights include Pro Football Hall of Fame, four-time Pro Bowl, three-time first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro, Pro NFL receptions leader, two times NFL receiving yards leader, as well as the NFL receiving touchdowns leader. He played for the Redskins and the Browns. He was a running back, return specialist, halfback slash wide receiver. Wow. Could do it all. He did it all. He was the original Swiss Army knife. He really was. Like everybody talks about how Debo's this new thing and everything, but people forget about Bobby Mitchell. That's true. They do forget about Bobby Mitchell and. uh this is we're, the 49 we're, episode. Yeah, and we're yeah. bringing we're bringing it back. We're bringing Bobby Mitchell back to the forefront. That's what I'm talking about, dude. We're going to choose these people where like people haven't heard of and they're going to learn a little bit. You're welcome. That's right. We're always learning on yep. this on this show. Um but, but other than that, man, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Um going through a little bit of changes in life. Yep. Things are uh, are happening. Uh I think n- it's all for the better. Um, so me and Chad possibly may be um, co-workers again, which will be exciting. I hope so. Yeah. Dave needs to get you that interview and get yeah, in there. we got to get in there and get her done. You're going to get yoked slinging these cement bags around, man. Dude, I, I'll put three of them on my shoulders and just run. Just <laughs> you better. training up a hill. Is there a hill over there I can run up with bags of cement? There's a ramp. You can go up. I'll that go works. up and down it. Yeah. <laughs> just go rocky. Long Getting it, stronger. <laughs> Sweet montage. Speaking of montages, uh, with my newfound um, freedom, I did watch uh, Kickboxer Damn. and most of Bloodsport oh now. Um, That's awesome. What did you find him on? Did you have to rent him? Uh, shit. Um, Kickboxer was on Amazon Prime for free. And then Bloodsport was on HBO for free. Damn, fantastic. Yeah, That's yeah. where I'll check it out. Tons of training montages and just <laughs> kicking trees songs where it's like, he was a winner. Yeah, yeah he's going to fight for his life again. Dude, just Kickboxer <laughs> was gnarly. Every, like, Bloodsport's the one everybody knows about, but people forget about Kickboxer. They put their like hands, it was a bare knuckle fight, and put their hands which had wraps in it into glass. Yeah. And they're like, all right, now let's do this. I did realize, though, in watching them both in like pretty close succession, it's the same movie. Oh, no, totally. There's actually even scenes uh, where, if you remember in Kickboxer, the guy stretches his legs with the rope contraption. Yep. In Bloodsport, it also happens, but it's his arms and his legs. Yep. And he like, does ah! that famous split scene. Yeah. Training, and you're like, wow. Also, this is a very weird. A lot angle. of splits. Yes. <laughs> and a lot of ball bag views. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> That's Jean Claude style, man. Yeah. You've heard about Street Fighter, right? Like yeah. his whole behavior during yeah, that. Yeah. He was like fucking doing like a 
eight ball of coke a day. Every fucking day. They couldn't get him out of his trailer. He was fucking yacked out of his brain every day. And we're like, dude, we need you to be guile. And he's like, no, fucking John. And whatever Austrian accent yeah. that he fucking yeah. has. Dude, yeah. you don't mess with the Brus- the muscles from Brussels. You know what yeah. I mean? You just don't. If he's in his trailer, you let him do what he's yacking do. up some cocaine, you just let it happen. Oh, and yeah. he'll be out there and ready to go when he's ready. Well, he needs to come back and do a second movie. We need a Street Fighter 2. Yeah, we probably just need to get him on the show. So, John <laughs> Claude Van Damme, if you're out there and we know you're watching, be come ready. On. We're waiting for you. You made some good choices with fucking Kickboxer. That was a badass movie. Yeah, we've been uh, getting caught up on a few shows. We started watching Ahsoka. Oh, nice. Yeah, It's tremendous, isn't it? Yeah, we're trying to actually fin- now get caught up on all of the Marvel stuff. We started watching... Uh, was it Wakanda Forever? Is that the name of the second one? <laughs> That's the name of the movie, you idiot. <laughs> the movie? What are you talking about? Wakanda Forever? What's the second one called? The second, what are you, second what? Like Oh, Black Panther, Wakanda yeah. Forever. So that's is that the it? show or movie that you've been the watching? The movie. Yeah, yeah. There's no Black Panther show. No, don't, totally. Don't, yeah. don't do that to me. No, I'm I'll fall you. for it. I'm, I'm going to come at you with my Marvel knowledge, so... So, uh, yeah, so we started watching that, too. So I've been getting a lot of stuff done. Uh, oh, that's trying cool. to get caught up on some things before I uh, reassess and, you know, yeah. go somewhere else Taking with life. So path, yeah. yeah, definitely. What about you, my friend? How has your weekend been? It was the same way. We've just kind of chilled. We uh, didn't really do a whole lot. Uh, went and got sushi on Saturday from Red Ginger. Oh, 40% off nice. all the time. Every day. Yeah, so that was awesome. Deep fried sushi. Going at a business sale every day. Every single day forever. <laughs> Dude, they have like new owners too. I don't know how long it's been since you've been in there, but they serve like, that's if you get any like more. Six months. Really? Nice. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Not yeah. too long ago. Dude, I, I can go about six months before I just, I, I need to get it again. Like, that's the yeah. excuse. All right. And now they have this new thing where like, if you almost every time, you, you normally, you'd have to order like a sushi boat or something. Yeah. Now it's just like. They do it all the time, and there's just this massive boat out there. It almost, like, made it more inconvenient to eat it, because you were trying to get around it while it's, like, buried in there. I'm like, can I just get it on a yeah, fucking plate? Yeah, the first time I ever saw a sushi boat, um, we went... Sorry, I'm sweating for some reason. It's pretty hot in here. Um, uh, we went to some fucking sushi restaurant in Boulder with my buddy Dustin and um, his boyfriend. Oh, yeah, you told me about this one Yeah, time. and they yeah. brought it. It was like, dude, this sushi boat, I shit you not, would have filled up this whole table. It was, like, that big. And wow. I... I was just like, dude, what the fuck is this? He's yeah. like, it's a sushi boat. I was like, I've never seen. See, that's a like real sushi before. boat. <laughs> this was a real wooden boat that they yeah. would put the sushi. No, that's on. what it was too. Oh Jesus, dude, that's I'm telling huge. you, you, filled up the whole fucking table. That's I was a like, huge who built one, this boat? Yeah, <laughs> and it's, how many do you have? Uh, and who not has to necessary. wash it? It's not. Someone's got to wash it. That's good, what dude. I thought. Because this boat, I'm like, I could get a splinter by this. Not yeah, splinter. You, you might get salmonella. I don't know. I don't know. Like that's not a great way to like serve shit. It wasn't about that. But the sushi was awesome. That was cool. That is cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, red ginger is always good. <laughs> if you're in the Denver area, go to Red Ginger. They oh, have yeah. uh, the best deals on sushi all, all the time. Nice way to say that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And then uh, Sunday, we just kind of chilled as well, got some shit done. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of what, what else I did. Lot. I feel like there's more things that I did. Every time we do this, and I leave, and I'm like, I probably should have talked about that. But like, you know, when you're on the spot, you're just like, I don't even remember what I did with my no, life. yeah, seriously. Sometimes when you're like, what should we call this? I'm like, man, I don't remember what we talked. What about, did like, we just even minutes. talk about? We're in a vortex, Shit. dude. Hey, well, speaking of that, yeah, let's cheers here's to, to the vortex. vortex. Here's new whiskey, to new whiskey, new beginnings. Um, yes. Yeah, episode forty nine, new journeys, new journeys, indeed. Cheers. Ooh. Not bad. Irish we got uh, good. Bushmills. Mm. 
the original, which they can call themselves the original because they are the world's oldest licensed whiskey distillery. Bet you didn't know that. No way. Yeah. The the United States? Uh, pretty sure that is in London. Or not in London. Ireland? In, uh, Ireland, yeah. That's what I thought. Wow. I think. It says world, so they got that. Maybe. I wouldn't, yeah, I want to look into that. That's pretty crazy. Un- unlike the, uh, you know, the NBA champions, this this is the world. Yeah. It's <laughs> <Right? laughs> a great way to tie it in, man. Oh, everybody's uh, getting butthurt right now. Yeah, dude. Up in arms. Yeah, totally. Well, well, should we get to it? Yeah, let's get to it. I think it's time for headlines. Headlines? Get your headlines here. Yes, it is time for headlines. Uh, there's not that many headlines this week. Yeah, it's a it's thin a, newspaper this week. Yeah, the dude. newspaper didn't have that many pages, and we're probably going under. Like you know, all the I will newspapers. say this, though. I meant to say this earlier. Dude, it's kind of nice, because I just know that within two weeks, a week and a half, notifications, your whole life's going to be filled, and it's going to be busy as fuck. Yeah. Football takes over. Football does take over. Football and I'm happy about it. I can't wait. All. But yeah. this little in-between time, right after the preseason, right before... I love that they have this bye week, because it's just like a moment of peace. And we got the just roster cuts today. think we would normally have had another fucking preseason yeah. game. Think how unnecessary that'd be. They were already tired of this third one. Yeah, I mean, dude, they were over it. Yeah. The NFL as a whole was I like, let's tell just the Rams shit over. Yeah, you the guys Rams. kicked the shit out of them, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's the way to judge the preseason. Ben DiNucci, man. Was he Dude, out there? Ben DiNucci, he, did, he was out there. Stidham was out there for most of it, and he actually looked pretty good. So Sweet. That's that's Peyton's guy, to Stidham. Yeah, he paid he him sure that money, him. so we'll see what happens. All right. Well, let's get into the NFL headlines. Personal file, 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. He was. He was giving them the business, and we are giving you the business of the NFL. Uh, preseason's over. We were well, just talking about it. Yep, no it moss. is. And now we're starting to get guys that aren't holding out anymore. I believe Nick Bosa still is. I haven't heard any news on that. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is a Colt for the he, year until the trade deadline. Well, he's still until the trade, trade deadline, but yeah. he is pretty much forced to go on the pup list. Yeah, they that back. are doing him dirty, man. Yeah, four I games. swear. That is not a team I'd be want to be drafted to, that's for sure. No, definitely. Uh, Another game canceled, though, in the preseason uh, due to an injury. What was the injury? Was it another head injury? Yeah, Dolphins-Jaguars canceled due to an injury to Daywood Davis. He took a hit and lay motionless, carted off. Uh, He's fine now, but is in concussion protocol, but I guess everybody's pretty freaked out. He wasn't moving at all for a significant amount of time. Another one of those ones where it's just like a weird... I watched it back a couple of times. I'm like, I still don't really see what happened. But uh, like, he That's just rolled nuts, over, man. dude, and it was just like face down, like arms by his side, like face down, like, and you're like, oh shit, fuck. So yeah, that yeah, shit's scary. But um, I don't know. I feel like it's weird that that that's been happening this much in the preseason. What's going to happen? Like with two situations where like they've literally stopped the game. I don't think they're going to do that this year unless there's like a. I and you the only would way think it's going to be Demar Hamlin. Dude, like the guy's going to have to die. For them to stop the game. Yeah, and you would think that now there's like precautions to take where they have a plan in place because that was the first of its kind last year. But I don't know. You never know with this shit. It's crazy. Yeah, it's been definitely a little bit weird. Um, Unfortunate. It's the, the injuries that have been happened the most this offseason, I, I, I mean offseason, this preseason in the preseason games has been these like... 
it's crazy. Like carted the, off injuries. Yeah, the <laughs> most notable ones because we're used to like big like torn ACLs or like big yeah, awful injuries, and which is great. That means like pretty much the whole NFL is getting all of their healthy starters and everybody going into it. So I don't know. This is nuts that that's the only one. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit weird. Maybe those um, helmet pillows don't really work. Well, they might be making them wear those full-time soon. So Yeah, could you imagine that? I heard about that rumor. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I could watch football. Yeah, I think it would just mainly be on like the skill guys, like cornerbacks. Well, I don't Still, know. They'd though, have man. to be on everybody. I just know. I don't know, The man. linemen hit heads literally every play, so how do you justify giving that's it to the wide receivers? That's why I've always wondered why like, some people have them and some people don't. It's like everybody. That, where there's I think closure. now everybody has to wear them. I, thought it I don't was think the QBs do. Well, they don't get hit, though. I yeah. think anybody that can get contact has to have the fucking pillow on their helmet yeah i don't, I don't know i've always tried to think of like the right terms that little cushion it's a pad nerve it's pad. like uh it's like what the rugby guys wear on just their normal heads yeah on top of a helmet <laughs> These guys have a, yeah it's just all of their heads look so big i know man. they're like it's, crazy. It's, it's like that uh like a cartoon yeah when you put that cheat code in and uh madden everybody's and the, got they're all heads. little guys with giant heads yep. <laughs> that's what it there. looks like it's hard to take it serious. Yeah, it will be hard to take it serious if it gets to that point, but it might be a legitimate thing that's going to come down the pike soon because I don't know what they're going to do if we keep having guys getting carted off. But the thing but is, like, those hits, I don't think it's so much think, that. I think it's, it's the neck. neck. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it's more of a whiplash. It is the neck, and I think it's that was, like, what it looked like to me on this one, too. It's, like, a neck crinking, and, like, yep. maybe it's just, like, that's really a pinched nerve yeah. just shuts everything down. I don't know. I've heard doctors say that that's a lot of, like, really the most severe things that and, like, what knocks people out. It isn't so much, like, the trauma to the skull, but more or less, like, when your head's whipping back and forth, you know, like. Yeah. Gotta be careful uh, about that shit. Dude, fucking speaking of which, um, I, this is something I should have brought up, I guess. Uh, we practiced on Sunday because everybody was going to, uh, who was it? Somebody was playing Red Rocks on Monday night. I can't remember I who it know. was now. I can't remember. Uh, but Dan and our guitar player were going, Brett. And uh, I guess Dan went and played uh, like a bluegrass picking thing which is basically like speed dating for bluegrass musicians where like a whole bunch of fucking bluegrass musicians show up and they'll like call out like songs everybody knows and they're all just playing along and they're like meeting up to find new bands and stuff that's awesome it's literally like bluegrass fucking speed dating i said that on sunday and he was like that's pretty much what it is (laughs) but i guess he um it was monday night and it was super hot that day and he didn't drink any water and uh got in the car drove home in the ac for like an hour got out fucking passed out slammed onto his knees and then whipped forward and smacked his fucking nose on the concrete big old chunk out of his nose fucking black eyes he's all fucking concussed dude he's like yeah he's like i don't know if i don't feel like i hit my head that hard i was like yeah but your fucking brain just smashed into the front of your skull when your face hit the concrete it's like he got hit by a car basically yeah he's all fucked up (laughs) must have totally just laying on nothing but concrete yeah he said it it's like he just shut down and his hands fell by his side and his knees and boom right to the face so that's severe, man. Yeah, stay hydrated out there when it's hot. Seriously, you know, you got to. You don't want to get heat stroke. Yeah, it ain't worth it. It isn't. No. Uh, do you have any other real NFL news? The I, only other one is the Josh Jacob news. You know, he was holding he's out. He's reporting. So he signed a deal for one year, twelve million. Um, that's it's just one year. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, it's just it. It is notable because it is kind of the first of its kind. I've heard where. 
instead of him agreeing to the franchise tag, you know, he held out and then signed on for like a million and a half more than what he would have got from the franchise tag. So a lot of times either these guys do sign the franchise tag or yeah. whatever. But I mean, by, isn't that kind of what happened with Saquon too, though? Like, oh, he did sign the tag. Exactly. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's and the then restructure. Because sometimes these the guys difference. have leverage if yeah. they, you know, go a certain way. But yeah, uh, he deserves it. This guy had sixteen hundred some yards last yeah, year. Yeah, led the league in rushing. So yeah, definitely deserves it. it. Carried me to the playoffs. The, yeah, the fact that they let it go this far is just crazy. But that's what we were talking about with the running backs, man. They're doing them dirty. Yep, indeed. Doing them dirty. Speaking of which, Melvin Gordon cut by the Ravens. How funny yeah. is that? Rode man. the bench to a Super Bowl ring, and now he's uh, well cut. I want to say when he went to the Ravens, he was talking some shit, just like talking shit on the Broncos, and just like, oh, he found a new home. All this. I mean, well, good for him and all that shit. But I want to say like he was kind of uh, a little catty about it. Yeah, he was. <clears throat> all I can say is uh, hold on to the fucking ball. <laughs> hey, keep fumbling. Yeah. That paid off well for us. Yeah, no shit, man. That sucked. We would have fucking won that game, I think, too, if it wasn't for that. We're yeah. literally about to score. I remember that. Chiefs too. fans were freaking out. <laughs> was, and Melvin Gordon Every year fumbles the ball. 97 yard fucking fumble recovery touchdown. Thank you, Nick Bolton. Big old D lineman just barreling down. He's oh, like, God yeah. damn it. <laughs> oh, no. God. No. Good times, man. Good yeah, times. Good times. Yeah. Well, we got a new season. I can't wait. You know, dude, when I was uh, at the store earlier, you know, and you were getting the whiskey, so thank you. But I yeah. was thinking if I was going to, you know, what we haven't done in a while is a whiskey wager. Oh, it's going to happen again. Damn, with the season coming up, especially with like Chiefs first Broncos. Yeah. I'm going to get you some Kentucky Deluxe. Make nice. you take a shot. I love it. The best stuff. I'm going to get you some McCormick's whiskey, which is just. I'm pretty sure vodka flavored whiskey and or whiskey gotta, flavored vodka. I said that backwards. Yeah, something like that. It's not yeah. even actual it's, real it's, whiskey. It even says it on the bottle. It's like not actual whiskey. Whiskey flavored. <laughs> Let's just go full two bears. Let's get some chloroform. <laughs> yeah. All right. I listened to that episode today. It was I know. <laughs> Where they gave each other the yeah. gifts. Like, He's like, why are we so angry right now? He's like, maybe it's because of the gifts we just gave each other. Yeah. <laughs> I gave you a samurai sword and a mace, and you gave me chloroform. <laughs> it's like, well. That fits our personality. It's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways. I, I think that's it for NFL. Yeah. Well, let's, do you want to do the way too early preseason predictions? I do. Let's yeah. do it. Uh, you want to just go tit for tat, MVP, and then go down the line? Let's do that. But I want to definitely break it down a little bit. Just well, yeah, we'll discuss d- it because I am curious what you got picked because I feel like when I was making this list last year, uh-huh. it's kind of fun being able to do this now a year later because this we're revisiting shit we did last year. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. I don't even. Remember I was way wrong I with picked. my shit because I remember. I think Justin Herbert being like the MVP, or Josh Allen. I think I had. I think I had. I think I might have had Herbert. I, I think. I think so. But yeah, it's just. Like, I don't know. I know we were way, way off. Yeah. yeah, but it's nice doing this now because when I was going through this, I remember last year was kind of a lock. You kind of had a good idea of who it was. I had Mahomes pictures of my MVP, but then this year. It's kind of wide open. It's wide open, man. Defensive player of the year, who knows? Who knows? Well, let's get started. You want to start with the best MVP? MVP. Who wants to go first? It's going to be two time right there. Uh, You're you're calling it? Uh, I figured. I know there's voter fatigue because of Jokic in the champs. It happens. Yeah, so they they do that in the NFL too. So I can imagine he's going to have an MVP year, but they can't give it to him two years. Yeah, so who is it? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Damn it, dude. I thought we were going to pick different ones. No, I figured that would be it. I thought you'd have that one picked too. I picked Jalen Hurts too. After seeing, you know, and I really wasn't sure, I thought he might have a slump until, and I know this is just anecdotal, but 
Till I saw that cell phone background. Yeah, and I think he's only going to get better. Um, last year, he had a pass rating of 101.5 with 3,701 yards, 22 touchdowns, and six interceptions in 15 games. Yep. Uh, he was also selected to his first Pro Bowl. I think both of those are going to – I think his passing is going to get a lot better this year. I couldn't um, believe how good it was last year, man. I, I mean, you look at the the inter- touchdown interception ratio alone, twenty two to six is yeah. pretty wild. I had him. And I say this all the time, but you know, I just think it was like one of the best calls I've ever made in fantasy. And a lot of people's out there. He won a lot of people their league, and so I paid attention to him a lot last year. And some of those deep balls that he put to AJ Brown, I don't know if you remember that one against the Titans where he had like two in the first like five minutes of the game. Yeah. Just basket catches right over the shoulder. And I'm thinking, like, this is a guy that couldn't pass the ball for shit just, you know, a year ago. And how much he's improved blew me away. Yeah. So I think he I think he does kind of continue that path and gets the MVP this year. Okay. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I All think. right. Uh, just for what he does for that team, I think it's just going to be what? You know what we need? We need a fuck for a time like this. We need, like, a stamp sound effect. Like uh, a lock. Like... Uh, yeah. Put it in stone. Okay. That way, at the end of the year, we could be like, hey, Fringe Genetics, we were fucking right. Yeah. We need a fringe lock or something. Yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. We'll All figure right. It out. Well, we'll figure something out for that. Now I have homework. Um, <laughs> we'll find it. Yeah. Let's go into the um, offensive player of the year. I'll start this one. I don't think you have the same one I do. I bet we don't because I bet you're going to be blown away by mine. Lay it on me. Garrett Wilson. I thought about that. Yeah, I did think about either him or Rodgers. That's pretty good. Uh, I don't think they're going to give an offensive player of the year to another quarterback because the MVPs are quarterbacks. It's kind of like the MVP is just it's happened before, man. I know, but when was the last MVP? Well, you could here's the that was all right. I'll give you mine, Justin Herbert. I think Jalen Hurts could have a year like 25 passing touchdowns, maybe 16 rushing touchdowns. That's a lot. Maybe like 12 rushing touchdowns or something. Just. Have an all-around great year, just like he did last year, but even better. But then Justin Herbert goes on a crazy with Kellen Moore and has like five thousand passing yards, forty touchdowns. You can't give it to both, but you got to look at this guy. And it's possible. I don't know, I don't know if I, I don't know if they will do that to two quarterbacks. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, the reason I picked Garrett Wilson, um, I mean, with the addition of Rodgers, his eighty-three catches and one thousand one hundred three yards last year will balloon. Yeah. He also only had four touchdowns last year. I think that's probably going to double to triple. Well, you remember like how Rodgers treat, uh, treated Devontae. I think yeah. he's going to do the same thing with Wilson. You know, he targets he targeted Devontae. You know, like it was a, a laser. Just like okay, I'm going to no matter what. Yeah, but that's what he's going to do with Wilson. I think. Yeah, and that's why he's my offensive player of the year. And well done. You're picking Justin Herbert. I am. Well, now <laughs> it's a lock. Nice. Now tell me, Chad, who is your defensive player of the year? There's no way you have mine, and that's what this this is going to be our whiskey wagers for at the end of the year. You're just going to take multiple <laughs> yeah. shots. Bringing it back, Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams. Yeah. Quentin Williams. Uh, defensive tackle, I believe. Right? Yeah. Who yeah. is not fat? Okay. Tell Mike Evans he's not fat. Someone say he's fat. You don't. You don't watch Hard Knocks. Oh, I didn't finish it yet. Yeah, it's not it's all the way crazy. It. He gets like kind Two of sensitive then. about it. He's oh, really? acting goofy, I think. But like huh. his power. I think it's prime Chris Jones. I, yeah. I think like he's he does young. just look like a big old kid though. He does, man. Yeah, and he's funny. <laughs> he's a cool kid. I I think he's gonna have a career year. Okay, I uh, got a homer pick this time. No way. Uh, 
Oh my God! You're picking Pat Sertan. Pat Sertan. Oh my God. Pat Sertan the second. A lot of people have Sauce Gardner, but if you nah. listen to the players and NFL execs who at the beginning of the year voted Pat Sertan the number one cornerback in the league, mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say he will be the defensive player of the year. He he's just getting better. He is just getting better, and I'm gonna he give you a get, stat right now. Are you gonna give me that game winning touchdown that Devontae had against him? No, I'm not, because okay. um, that would be only of three that he's allowed in last year. <laughs> that's so, pretty impressive. Um, in addition, oh shit, that's the wrong part. Uh, his 12.5 percent target rate is the lowest among cornerbacks with more than 201 snaps. He has played 533. Wow. So, what's 12% of 533, Chad? I think it just equals shutdown. Shutdown, that's what it is. <laughs> that's so that's my homer pick. That's math. There's not much I'm going to have for the Broncos this year, so I'm going to go defensive player of the year. I don't blame Pat you a bit, and second. I can't help it, but his dad is a chief, you know? So yeah. Was he a chief? Yeah, he, he was, was with the Dolphins for a long time. Well, yeah, he eventually became yeah. a chief, I believe. Uh, chiefs, whatever you want to say. Chiefs, chefs, whatever. Yeah, shut chefs. up. <laughs> Well, that's good. I definitely could see that. He's, yeah, it's he's a possibility. Pretty good. Um, um, what about offensive rookie of the year, Mister? You want Ray? me to go for that one first? Okay, uh, mine's this one will be a quarterback for me. Uh, it's going to be Anthony Richardson. No way! Yes, All right, sir. explain yourself, sir. With or without Jonathan Taylor, uh, which is now we found out will be the first four games at least. Um, I think they should have a decent run game regardless. Their offensive line's been pretty stout in the past, not to mention their D is still one of the highlights of that team. I got DeForest um, Buckner. DeForest Buckner. Darius uh, Leonard. Darius Leonard. So those are two things that every rookie por- qu- qu- that rookie quarterback needs to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just watched him throw that jump pass off of his fucking left foot. I 60 yards on a rope, dude. I need to watch it. He jumped past and just was like whoosh, sixty yards, like Jesus. on a on a rope. Just he's like, huge. Yeah, like, it's like we said, he plays bigger than Derrick Henry. So yeah, um, but we'll see. Um, I think Frank Reich is a good quarterback or a good coach for a quarterback like that. He's and, really only had shitty quarterbacks there. I mean, Philip was okay, but that was so late in his yeah. career, it wasn't the same. And then did he get the end of luck, or was it after that? No, I don't think he ever got luck. That was before he got there. Yeah, you're probably right. Yep. That's still crazy. He yeah, because Frank Reich was on the Eagles team that won the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. And Luck was already out of the league then, I think. Yeah, dude. I just they showed the video they did. I was just bringing it up at work today. When how, he walked out and they were booing him. I just that I hate Colts fans. <laughs> I hate their organization. How they're treating their players. Like, I know I would be upset if Patrick Mahomes all of a sudden was like, you know what? I love Brittany. I love my kids. Hit my my frog voice. Whatever. I can't fucking do it. <laughs> But we it's just like, got to go out there and have heart. Yeah, that's like you know we're really gonna go out and have heart, and I just me and Travis Kelsey, we're just gonna go out there and do everything. You know, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. He's got a nutty voice, but as much as he's done for this, if he just retired tomorrow, I would be upset. I might shed a tear, but I'm not gonna boo him. I'm not gonna yeah. be like, dude, what the fuck? There would be though. There would be. A oh, lot of I guarantee that it, because yeah. there's nutcases out there, man. That's why we're on the fringe. Yeah, the fringe. We understand things. You know, yeah, we're realist. Okay. Yeah. Well, my to a fault sometimes. <laughs> oh, definitely too much so. It's our demise a lot of times. You're not going to believe this one though. This is way uh, out of left field. Offensive rookie of the year. Put it here. Stand lock. Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren. You're not even going to know who he is, do you? Shit, dude. Oh shit. I'm going to snag him up in fantasy. Who's he on? The Steelers. Oh, that's who I thought. Yeah, he's Najee's not... backup. 
Oh, I had, I was I, thinking he's not a rookie though. Is yeah, he? I'm pretty I sure thought he was here last year. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Then I got to pick somebody else. But I think Jalen Warren's going to have a great year. Maybe you're right. Either I way, I thought he was a rookie. Let me type it in. If so, then... I might be thinking of somebody else with the same name. I was going to say it's the Steelers, but I was like, no, because that I'm trying to think of what rookie they had. Pour me like a little half shot if I if I get this wrong, because I could have swore he was a rookie. You might be right. I could be taking a half shot. I don't know. He's 24. I don't know. It's not. It's taking a minute. We'll just uh, see when he's second drafted. season. It does. Say Damn it! I, I thought right. he was a rookie. You son of a bitch. Well, I'm gonna pour you a half shot. You well, that's dude. I take that. All right. Well, then, offensive rookie of the year. I mean, a lot of people are picking Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs is definitely a good pick. Uh, Tank Giggs, Bigsby. I've oh, heard yeah. A lot about. Uh, uh, and who did he go to? Uh, the Jags. The Jags, yeah. Um, Damn. All right. Well, I gave away a good sleeper pick, 15th round, Jalen Warren. I'm gonna that snag. is a good pick, though. Um, I watched him in fantasy, and the guy is just talented. Yeah, because what's the other guy's name? Chase. Um, I'm an idiot. Uh, what like they're starting they, they have another uh wide receiver what's his name chase something wide receiver you mean running back no on the steelers we were talking about jalen warren what's the other wide receiver that the steelers but jalen warren's a running back oh is he Warren? Yeah, oh he's shit. Najee's backup unfortunately oh, you did say that I'm i think Najee's gonna get hurt but the same way i'm taking did you okay here's a lot of people say Najee's just not gonna do well well exactly. this year. he might lose his starting position because so. jalen's doing so good and Najee, you know he had a couple i think games missed last year he's a workhorse he's gonna get ran a lot but speaking of wide receivers dude george pickens oh yeah and the why the Steelers picket pickens yeah, it's so weird. It just like it the picket pickens connection flows off the tongue. It's like a nursery well, not to run. mention a lot of people were talking about um, Pickett being legit. Like he had some really that's what I was getting at preseason dude. games. I five touch, five drives, every drive, five touchdowns. Yeah, they had efficiency. the best preseason as far as stats wise. Tiny hands or not, the Chiefs had the best as far as like average points per game, t- team totals, yeah, whatever. Uh, but. Needless to say, when it comes to starters, the Steelers had the best preseason. So yeah. it's something to watch for. Yeah, it was to see if they get the turnaround, because um, they definitely almost had their first losing season last year. Was so, so close, man. We'll see if they can climb back up out yeah. of the doldrums. I swear he was a rookie. Son of a bitch. All oh, right, wow. so uh, defensive rookie of the year. Who do you got, Chad? Nolan Smith. Oh, I picked his counterpart. Jalen Carter? Yes, sir. Yeah, he's the favorite, plus yeah. 600. Uh, I basically said because of those two, not to mention the fact that the defensive line had 70 sacks last year. You're looking at these guys basically being, you know, bottom rotation guys. Not necessarily bottom rotation. I think they'll still probably be starters, yeah. but they're they're not the best guys on that on that line, and they're going to reap the benefits of all the attention those guys get. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter just running free. Exactly why I so, picked them in. Yeah. They're going to have a season that I think it could be either one for sure. Yeah, I mean Jalen Carter's. Huge, he's monstrous, he's powerful, and then killed some people. He <laughs> kind of might have helped in that, yeah. but you know, it's your Ooh. initiation in the Ooh. NFL, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you never know, yeah, yes. But uh, dude, that's why I picked him. Is Nolan Smith is on the opposite side of uh, Hassan Reddick. He may be filling in for him a lot, but that that defense is so ridiculously good, dude. When I was drafting, doing mocks in ESPN. 
I couldn't understand it. I kept thinking that the Eagles was taken before me, and I was taking defenses like 13, 14th round, and I'm noticing that they're not picked. There's way far down. Like we were yeah. talking about Sleeper and ESPN has them ranked way differently. And then so I Googled it. I was like, why is the Eagles – like just Eagles ranked defense? And every like analyst, different website has them ranked like second best defense. Like, why the fuck does ESPN have ranked as like the twentieth ranked defense? They yeah, only I lost like no four. Yeah. They lost like maybe four or five guys. They lost Javon Hargrave. Yeah. They lost some big names, but they just got studs. Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, they literally just drafted. They got Jalen Carter nine and Nolan Smith thirtieth. Yeah, they traded back in to get him. And then I think they got like a safety in like the end of the first round or second or the second, maybe the second Nolan round. Was yeah. the end of the first. That's what yeah. it was. But that's just it, man. I was. I, I know I brought it up on the podcast, but dude, I was praying the Chiefs would take Nolan's and they fucking got stolen. This God sucks. Damn it. Yep. Oh yeah, well. But that's our rich picks. can't always get richer. Put it stamp, in stamp it. it. Uh, yes, we will have a cool stamp sound starting next week. I don't know yeah, when we use it. We needed it, but yeah. we we should get one. all of a sudden you find a need and you got to fill it. We're just gonna keep. Uh, one thing we did want to talk about, comeback player of the year, we both have pretty much, and I think everybody knows that if DeMar Hamlin starts one single snap yeah. of a game, he's the comeback player of the year. If you die and you come back and play, you just win it automatically. All you got to do is play one <laughs> <Yeah>. snap. <laughs> Even if he did that and then fucking retired, yeah. comeback player of the year. Made the care. roster today, yeah. so he's on his way. He's good. Cuts yep. happen today. A lot of people lost their jobs. But, but what if Alvin Kamara has an awesome year? What if <laughs> <laughs> coming back from being suspended three games? I mean, uh, that's huge, that's tough, dude. dude. I mean, you never. If it's not Demar Hamlin. It's going to be Russell Wilson because Russ is going to cook this year, guys. He's in the kitchen. That's hilarious, guys. I think he's uh, forgetting the line that's in front of Russ. That's <laughs> eh, okay. Yeah, they're freaking terrible. Um, but that is going to do it for. The NFL, I think. I think so. So let's get in to the NBA. When he rubs up against the face, sweat nasty. on the belly. Oh, yes. oh, oh. <laughs> my legs are burning. All right, guys, it is time for the NBA. Um, there's not a lot going on because FIBA's happening. Yeah, that that's the, the big news story. The, the big news story. Uh, Chad, fill them in on why it's the big news story. It is story. because the USA is dominating like always with a bunch of young players led by Anthony Edwards. We talked about him a little bit last week. Um, Steve Kerr, I did see where him and Jaron Jackson are going at it a little bit because of Jackson's lack of defense. So. A little bit of a storyline to follow. Uh, Yeah, another big thing. uh, Jalen Brunson, who had been kind of quiet the first couple games, brought the energy. uh, He was going off on the refs and made sure to keep the momentum on the U.S.'s side. He went 5-for-5, shooting for 13 points. As you said, Ant has been pretty um, regular in terms of bringing it. He did start this game 1-of-6, though, uh, but found his stride and finished with 13 points. The big thing, though... Austin Reeves yeah. is the star, um, throwing down dunks, talking trash, drawing fouls on his way to 15 points, five rebounds, and six assists. But you brought up the defense. Jaron Jackson may not be bringing it, but guess who is? That would be uh, Paolo Banchero and Tyrese Halliburton. Dude, that block was pretty sweet. Yeah. Halliburton cool. had two blocks, and Banchero battled in the post and racked up the stops in the paint. Uh, the U.S. takes on Jordan 
tomorrow, I think at like 2.30, we discovered. Yeah, 2.30 in the morning. Eastern Standard Time. So 2.30 here, you can watch uh, the U.S. take on Jordan. So wake up, set your alarms. Wouldn't normally be um, something you would want to turn into, turn into, tune into, but you may want to tune into this game because Rondé Hollis Jefferson, um, he's playing as a naturalized citizen of Jordan. He was a 2015 NBA first round pick. Uh, he's kind of fallen by the wayside, but he's had a resurgence here at, in FIBA. Uh, he's now um, went off for 39 points Monday night. He had a crazy four-point play with 10 seconds left that forced overtime. It was like you know, basically like Tracy McGrady-style burst. He scored seven points in seven seconds late in the fourth quarter to give Jordan, Jordan a chance to beat New Zealand and get in position to advance in the tournament. They did run out of gas and lose in overtime, but all the fans in the arena started chanting Kobe. Um, and a lot of people now are talking about Rondé Hollis Jefferson as the left-handed Mamba. Um, mm. The only thing different, really, aside from him and Kobe, and obviously the stats and the perennial Hall of Fame all-star <laughs> greatest career. ever career, yeah. um, he plays exactly like him. He's studied all of his moves and mimicked them, and now you know he even kind of looks like him. If you put a side-by-side, they look almost identical, but he's left-handed. So Interesting. Well, that's Something my to look homework. at. That's my own. Yeah, I'm go check, check him it out. out. I'm going to um, look into it. The other other thing was the final restricted free agent was signed. That's PJ Washington agrees to a three-year, $48 million deal to stay with the Charlotte Hornets. Chad didn't even know who PJ Washington was. So. See, I thought you were talking about PJ Walker for the Nuggets. but No. Wasn't, and there's also a PJ Walker that's a backup quarterback. Uh, oh, yeah, the for NFL. the Panthers. I think he just got cut. Isn't that the name of our Nuggets, though? Uh, was PJ Walker? Was it PJ... Something else. I, no, it was I don't PJ. remember. I know. And now that we're talking about it, it's like when you hear a song that sounds like another song and you literally can't think of the other song that sounds like. It's yeah, I happened to me it the gets other night. Confused in you, but I think it, the problem is I'm thinking of PB and J. Mm. Like I, it's like the first thing that comes in my head, and I get hungry, and then I just get confused. I love a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Dude. You want to know crunchy or weird? peanut butter? Or uh, crunchy, cr- or creamy. crunchy or creamy? I'm more of a creamy guy. Really? Yeah, He's and you want to know something else weird? He's softy. You want to know something else weird? And this is going to freak you out. You like to put Cheetos in it? I like to put a slice of American cheese on it. What? Dude, that is disgusting. What it's, the- you think so? Meryl says the same thing. My dad got me started on this. Oh, my. Like, don't on know a how. PB&J. Yeah. Dude, you just said Cheetos. Like, that's it's cheese. The, Do you put Cheetos on your PB and J? Because that's never. almost just as fucking weird. It was one weird. time. It was one so, time. Oh, okay. I was really drunk. Yeah. All right. That's what they all say. <laughs> yeah. I let her stick the finger in there one time. <laughs> <laughs> no, so nasty. yeah, it's you, you think it's weird, and honestly, I've I've tried a lot of cheeses. You know what the best is though? Craft. Just a, well, yeah. That's just a, if you're gonna go that shitty, they, they gotta, gotta have shitty cheese. So yeah, they gotta have that fake cheese. Yeah, it's not even real. But that's uh, you know, a little little uh. Damn, TMI. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's. I don't eat PBJs that often, but yeah. when I do, a little slice of cheese does good. You're gonna <laughs> try <hilarious>. it. Dude. <laughs> I mean, you think about it. Uh, there's the crackers, cheese and peanut butter crackers already happened right there. Yeah. Throw a little jelly on there. Can't get any it's worse. It's like you're putting a charcuterie board yeah, in dude. a sandwich. Yeah, it's just like ghetto charcuterie. That's all fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. <laughs> I knew that was going to freak you out. The great. first time Meryl saw me do it, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, putting cheese on my PB. Yeah, it's so normal. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> she's like, that's fucking gross. And I was like, yeah, well, it's pretty good. So in your face. Um, 
That's fantastic. So now you all know about my PB&J eating habits. Everybody has their own yeah. little idiosyncrasies. Yeah, idioms and idiosyncrasies. There we um, go. Let's get into the F1, because it was a big week in F1 this week. Um, Hit it. Max Verstappen is the best ever. Not yet, but soon will be. And I'll tell you why. As soon as all these cars race by at a high rate of speed. I see it. They're blowing past us. Max Verstappen wins his ninth straight Grand Prix, tying Sebastian Vettel's record. Uh, he did it in front of his home crowd in Deutschland because it was the Dutch Grand Prix this mm-hmm. weekend. It started at 7. Chad almost caught the end of it, but then there was a rain delay. Because um, this man. race battled through book-ending rain showers, one to start and one to end. Like we said, there was that 45-minute delay. Um, Verstappen now leads his teammate, Perez, who's in second by 138 points. That's ridiculous. <laughs> what are what are the normal differentials in between people on those point rankings? Oh, man, I'd have to look. I know it's got, from well, third. Just taking a shot in the dark. It's normally like five to ten points, right? I mean, probably like twenty um, around that range. A hundred and thirty-eight is ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. Um, Fernando Alonso. Okay, so here, I guess this shakes it out. Sergio Perez, two hundred one. Fernando Fernando Alonso in third, 168. Lewis Hamilton, 156. Carlos Sainz Jr., 102. Max Verstappen, 339. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 20 to 20, 30 points, 10 yeah. points, stuff like that. Yeah, because I just saw when you break it down, you get 25 points for first, 18 for second, third, you get 15, fourth, 12, fifth, 10th. Um, I think all the way through eighth, you get points, and then it stops. Damn. Um, but, okay, so what? explain to me what happened, because when I woke up, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch this week. And then there was a long rain delay, and then I got busy making breakfast. So, like, did they continue? How did he deal with the rain is what I was on. Well, they were racing through it, and it got to the point where, like, you couldn't even see. Like, they go cut to the guy's helmet cams, and the water off the tires is just washing their face. So, And they're still going, like, fucking 100 miles per hour. You can't see shit. And, like, the rooster tails off the tires is just blinding. The guy in front of you... You can't. All you see is a wall of water coming off of his oh tires. Oh god! So if you watch the videos of them racing when there's like fucking crazy rain, it's scary. Well, like, I saw like that's what I kept trying to check out. It was like every time I was looking, they were cleaning up a wreck or something. You know? Yeah, there was a couple of wrecks at the end, um, and then like, that's when they red flagged. It was I think the second wreck that happened. Then there was a 45 minute delay. Um, but yeah, it was a, a pretty crazy race. Basically, Verstappen just led the whole way. So nuts. Yeah, one season first. That's it. So. <laughs> Wow. Uh, let me see. There's a couple other things I wanted to add. Uh, basically, right now, um, by the Cutter GP, which is Qatar, whatever, however you say that. People Cut- say Cutter. cutter. Some cutter, people I say believe. Qatar. Yeah, it's um, tough. We'll say the Cutter GP in early October, he should have it officially locked up. So um, he's won 11 already. of 13 this year. Um after passing Ayrton Senna's 41 Grand Prix wins early this year, he's now behind number four all-time Alain Prost's 51 Grand Prix wins. His current pace will put him past Sebastian Vettel in number three at 53 wins. Um, by the end of this season, he should be sitting only behind Michael Schumacher, who has 91 wins, and then Sir Lewis Hamilton, who has 103. So wow. he still basically has like 40 to 50 wins to catch second and first. So. But, well, I mean... Answer he's sitting at 46, race. though, right now. How old is he? He's like 26, maybe? He's 22. What the fuck? No, no, wait. 2016, he was 18. 2017, 19. 
2019. He's like 24 years old. That's so he okay. Yeah. He's like Patrick Mahomes. He's gonna easily break everything. Yeah, at this rate, um, I don't know what he's not going to break because let me just see what his actual age is. That's fucking crazy. Because I mean, drivers can go up to like what low thirties. That was close. Okay. Uh, I think. Um, how old is Fernando Alonso? I think Fernando Alonso is forty-one. When he finished, he's still racing. Oh, I see. Damn. Uh, Alonso age. So they can go for like, dude. He could rack this up to where nobody's going to be able to he's, touch him. Yeah, Fernando Alonso is forty-two, and he's now sitting third in points. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's you just have to be able to drive fast. You know, once you lose the ability to drive fast, it's who knows when that is. Well, I mean. I know this is just a movie, but I take a lot of it. Sylvester Stallone, yeah, driven, dri- driven. Yeah, it was I fucking wanted, awesome. I almost wanted to call it Drive. I know. I just remember the that was the a cool Ryan Gosling movie. I forgot he was in that movie. Yeah, Holy it was shit. badass, dude. Um, yeah, I just remember that scene when they were driving down the street and the uh, sewer caps were flying off because of the downforce. Oh, because like of Stallone. Sucking. Well, yeah, like as the cars were going by, mm-hmm. I guess. Supposedly, I don't know if this is true or not, but I guess when they race in the streets, they have to weld down the sewer caps because. Whoa. Like the down, like the suction of the car as they go by will suck them up. I don't know if that's real or not, <clears throat> but I think that's totally what that makes sign sense, or what that sign that scene from that movie was is like mm-hmm. they're driving down normal streets and they're like ripping the sewer caps up. Oh wow! But I don't know. I believe um, it. So yeah, he's basically you know um, they're on pace to win the first uh, full season completely unbeaten. Um, so Red Bull uh, right now is just you know dominating far and beyond everybody else so that's nuts yeah that's pretty uh, interesting though because definitely interesting we see greatness at any sport it's fascinating yeah and it's like you're saying dude this guy's 25 years old if he raced for another 15 years he's probably gonna blow lewis hamilton and lewis hamilton can still add to his i mean he's at 103 he could still win a couple of races here and there but i don't know at this rate if Verstappen's just dominating by everybody. nobody can beat him i think this was the closest i think there was only three seconds of wow uh because of the rain yeah it makes just slowed everybody down but um yeah so it's pretty where's, crazy. Uh, where's the next the next race? one is the italian grand prix that is Whoa. this weekend that at the, uh, cool. monza circuit so um, like what city or part of italy i don't know what part of italy um but That's it's there cool. uh and then i did see that ferrari is doing like a they call it livery the shit on the sides of the car livery i don't okay. know um they're doing like a cool throwback like yellow and red livery on the cars this week so since it's in italy and it's ferrari's home they, uh, they're doing a fancy thing that's cool so yeah that's Too it bad for, they're gonna lose yeah they're gonna probably get dominated by <laughs> uh for stopping yet again uh so that does it for f1 chad do you want to get into the mlb or golf first golf hit golf it. son of a bitch ball why didn't you just go home uh shout out bob barker Are you no, rest in home? 99 just under a dollar mm crazy he was so close to that dollar nuts yeah. well that's perfect you want to get right because you want to get under it yeah well, i thought wild. you could get the dollar and you win well you remember like whenever you would guess the showcase showdown or yeah. anything like that you want to get to the dollar so it's yeah. like you know it's just yeah but well, yeah rest kind of nuts he was made i mean that movie kind of like brought him to the younger generation yeah totally because then of course all of us when we were ever homesick from school you were watching price is right um what else Judge Judy, uh, fucking Jerry Springer, all those classic. Maury. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. That was all part of the morning sick school days. You know, it's crazy you say just morning sick because I took that to a whole nother level. I kind of planned my college classes around prices, right? Did you really? I was a big fan of prices, right? And playing Madden. I was kind of in Madden. So I would make sure I had like a gap from like 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. Where I would get to watch it every single day. Nice. Yeah. I like that about you. I'm good at prices right, dude. Ask me. Ask me what Well, you should of... you should go on there and try and win some. I don't like Drew Carey. It's not the same. It isn't the same. No, but RAP. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, talk about golf, Chad, because uh, Victor Hovland, dominating right now. He is, man. Out of Norway, too. How often do you think you get to golf in Norway? Like three months out of the year? Like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? That's probably why he lives here and sounds like he lives here a long time because he does not have any he, sort of accent. Yeah, he kills it. And he won the FedEx Cup with, like, the best two weeks of his career. He golfed the 61 uh, course record last week and then a 63 this week, which I'm not sure if it was a course record, but God damn, it had to be close. Yeah. Yeah, he's been dominating. It's crazy to see the turnaround for him because there was that little bit there uh, where in the beginning, I feel like, of the PGA Tour, he was like, you know, we've been talking about him, uh, but now he fell off, and then all of a sudden, he wins two fucking tour, um, mm-hmm. wins two tour uh, tournaments, and now he's, you know, probably close up there to the best in the world now. Oh, the, yeah. The run he's been on. I, I think he's got to be climbing. He's and- got to have passed Shoffley at this point, because... Yeah. You know, and I, I do have to correct myself because, I, well, and not so much correct, but last week I said Brooks Kepko wasn't going to make the Ryder Cup. I did see news that he well, wasn't supposed to. He wasn't supposed to, but they they have the option of being chosen. So. Yeah, and the, uh, I forget who's the Ryder Cup captain for the U.S., but he's like, yeah, he he did enough to make Scotty. it. Scotty. Is it Scotty? Mm-hmm. Scheffler? Is he had the most amount of points oh, throughout yeah. the year. Yep. So that is your Ryder Cup team. Should be a good one. But, uh, Watch out. I don't know if how do, how does that work when uh it's the English team is it only English players or I think it's Europe versus America. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. cool. Cuz uh yeah, they should use Hovland if he's not already on there. Well, he'd probably be on the European team. Yeah. But it should be Shows a good Ryder Cup yeah. nonetheless. Those are those ones are always fun cuz they're always just shit talking and like everybody's all mic'd up and it's usually like a cooler yeah. laid back tournament type thing. I'm looking so. forward to that one. Always it's always fun one. to watch the Ryder Cup. If I you get agree. The chance. But that was the news for golf and Hovland continues his reign. He does. And uh we're going to continue our reign right into the MLB. Juan, a juvenile delinquent in the offseason in his major league debut. Going to light your ass up, me. Vaughn into the windup in his first offering. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Just a bit outside. Um, speaking about just a bit outside the realm of things that should be happening on a baseball field or within a baseball stadium, uh, the one thing that I wanted to bring up was the happenings last night and four nights ago. Um, as at Guaranteed Rate Field, uh, there was a shooting involving fans that happened inside of the baseball stadium. Damn. Uh, two women were wounded. One suffered a shot to the leg. I think one got grazed by a bullet in the abdomen, but now everybody's freaking out. Like how the hell did anybody get a gun into a baseball stadium? You have to go through fucking metal detectors. So how the hell did that happen? And then last night you brought it up, but the incident involving Ronald Acuna Jr. This was nuts. Yeah. Uh, multiple people ran onto the field. It's super weird. Like you don't know what's going on. You see the security guys running, but this guy gets all the way up to Ronald Acuna Jr., 
whips out his phone for a selfie. Security gets there. They're trying to drag him off of Ronald Acuna Jr. At the same time, another fan comes running up, gets involved in the fracas, if you will. Yep. Actually takes Ronald Acuna Jr. to the ground. He kind of falls he down fell, with it. He fell, but yeah. I mean, He just kind of was going along with things. Yeah. Yep. But needless to say, uh, four total people ran onto the field. One jumped out and then jumped back into the, into the stands. And then a third, I don't know where they came from. But yeah, it's... It's crazy, and now Dude, the, that was nuts. The MLBPA is um, worried about player safety, and they're going to be ramping up um, things around baseball fields to stop shit from happening like that. I can't believe a gun got into a into a That's fucking stadium. Fucking That's scary, crazy, man. Yeah, I've walked. You know, we've gone through the Rocky Stadium. There's really no way that they do rental detectors, but there's a lot of ghost guns out there. There's That's a true. lot. I mean, three D print a gun at home now. And aside from that, man, like we've both been at Rockies, where like you could throw something into like an area where you could catch it you know whatever yeah. who knows but oh that's true yeah you could totally drop stuff in and then go around and go grab it yeah definitely yep. there's yeah. a whole bunch of little barrier openings and, and shit yeah i mean i guess if we really wanted to i still i don't think they've gotten to the bottom it took them a while to figure out if the shots even came from inside of the stadium that's true. Yeah. they didn't know if it was like shots from outside that came in or what but um, yeah, it's super weird. Definitely a scary situation. Um, but all I can say is thank you to the Braves for beating up on the Rockies 14 to four. You helped me hit my parlay. Nice. You hit a good parlay. That was cool. Yeah. Chad's, uh, getting me into the betting now. I'm, uh, those parlays pay off. I can't wait for turning football into to a degenerate. Do it, I feel like I, you know, seriously, I cannot try to sound cool like this. I fucking sound like a loser because people are doing, doing parlays forever. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just now We're catching the game. on to it. Like, all right, well, okay, if I just like do a little this game, this game, this game, then it'll work out. But as long as you put logic to it, then you can hit it pretty often. Yeah. And that's what we've been doing. Baseball so, is a little bit easier. I do feel like in football, it's it's a little tougher because you got the whole any given Sunday thing. Anybody can win on any day. That's true. Uh, baseball, it does seem like you can definitely play it a little bit more to your favor and especially towards the end of the season and there's just a lot more predictability when it comes to baseball because i did a small bet last night three dollars uh on the run line which is a point and a half for the braves last night the braves had to hit the most homers in baseball easily as this year they're slugging it out of the park everywhere they go you put them up in mile high where it's like easy as fuck to hit Mm -hmm. a home run yeah 14 to 4 14 to (laughs) 4 That's where it paid off. I should have put like twenty dollars on that, but that's just it. Is like speaking there's some... of which, right this week, uh, I'm not going to call this a lock, uh, but if I were you, I would bet heavy on the point spread on the Colorado Buffaloes TCU game, and I would cover. I would bet on CU to cover that point spread. What's the point spread? Twenty one and a half. Well, they lost Max Dugan, didn't they? Yeah. TCU's favored by 21 and a half over Colorado. That's what I'm saying. Is like any start it's like Georgia. Any starting yeah. new any new starting quarterback is not you're going to have a tough time. Dude, I'm I'm going to hit that one straight up but it's part of a parlay I got right now. Nice. That's good to see. That's this Saturday too, isn't it? Yeah, That's fucking college awesome. College football started last Saturday. It was the first yep. game. So it was yeah, USC, USC and, and US- Notre Dame play oh. too. Oh yeah, that's right. They played in uh, in Ireland. Yeah, that's pretty fucking rad. Yeah, I got to let's see what my parlay tonight is. I'll tell you real quick. Let's hear it. Uh, I got a four leg parlay and I got 10 bucks. I can win 52. Uh, I got Phillies. 10 bucks on a parlay. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's only four teams. That's why. 
Okay, so it's, let's it's give a, it. Let me give you the scores right now. Uh, Phillies minus one sixty. These are just straight up money lines. Yep. Uh, Cubs minus one thirty. Braves over the Rockies. Mariners over the Athletics. The only two really questionable games are the first two. The Braves should destroy the Rockies, and the Mariners should destroy the Athletics. Yeah, the Mariners are on a run right now. That's what I got to talk about. So you had the Mariners. They have yet to play. Then the yeah, Braves Rockies and Mariners play. haven't started. The only game is Philly and the Cubs. I'm almost there. Philly, Angels, Cubs, Brewers. Yeah, 4-2. Yeah, the Angels are leading the Phillies right now. Shit. Damn it. I'm already going to lose it. All right. Son well, at least bitch. you took a shot, man. That's, That's what it's all about. you can do. Yeah. Well, in the MLB, huge news. It's super unfortunate. The unicorn, Shohei Itani, tears his UCLA. UC. I almost yeah, said UCLA. UCLA. Like the college. And at the college. <laughs> he he did it at the college. He tore the UCL at the UCLA college. Thank God for whiskey. He will be going there for his uh, Tommy John surgery. No. Uh, yeah, big unfortunate news. He's still playing, though, I thought. He's he is. still He's hitting. not pitching. Yeah. Because uh, you can hit without a uh, UCL tendon. Uh, but uh, it is a huge bummer because he was just about to get the massive contract. He's still going to get the massive contract at this mm-hmm. point. Tommy Johns are becoming like I'm, I wouldn't honestly be surprised if kids in high school start getting Tommy Johns preemptively. Wow. It's like that. I just feel like, yeah. especially if you're a pitcher, it's going to happen. Um, so I could just see it actually becoming like a preemptive like surgery. Once you get that wear and tear, <laughs> yeah. it's like, let's just get it's out It's probably going to happen. You got a yeah. downtime. Let's just go and put a cadaver UCL in there. Yeah. But yeah, it's a super huge bummer. He's done pitching for the year. He's not going to pitch anymore. He's still dominating batting, though. He so definitely I did is. hit another home run yeah. the other night. So that's not slowing him down there, but we will see what implications that has on his contract signing. But the might big... only be half a billion. Yeah, that's definitely Dang. what it will be. <laughs> the big news out of the MLB right now is the red hot Seattle Mariners. They've won eleven out of their last, or excuse me, now after last night, twelve out of the last thirteen. Uh, a couple nights ago, they swept the Royals, my pitiful Royals, yeah, to uh, take the lone possession of first place in the AL West. And they did this after like Luis Castillo pitched seven shutout innings. And then Rodriguez and um, another dude, I can't remember his name, I didn't write it down, homered in the game and just continued their dom- dominance. Like Rodriguez J-Rod, as he's known now. Yeah. He he won Rookie of the Year last year, so he's no like new up-and-comer. He's got you a get name a cool behind nickname. him. Yeah, J-Rod is on a 13-game hitting streak. And then recently, just last night, beat Alex Rodriguez's home run record while he was on the Mariners with – Youngest player to hit three game three home runs in a row. Yeah, I think I saw something today too. He's like had back to back games with four plus hits. Mm-hmm. Um, he had that seventeen uh, hits in four games. I think yeah. we talked about it last week. Like Guys breaking pitchers, basically. He's just he over that span over like the last like twenty two games or something like that. He's batting five sixty one. It's ridiculous. That's nuts. Yeah. So and because of that, you know, the Mariners are have completely turned their season around. They were ten and a half games back in late and uh yeah like mid July, and now they're in first place. Yeah, well, and let's get through the rest of the standings, unless you got something else to talk That's about. That's it, buddy. Let's get through the standings. All right. American League East Division, Baltimore Royals still in first place, 82 and 49. And then the Rays started red hot and slowed down quite a bit, two and a half games back. Central Division, Minnesota Twins, 69 63, seven games back. The Guardians, 
My boy, my poor Royals right now, almost at 100 losses. 28 and a half games back at last place. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle Mariners in first place, right ahead the Rangers. Man, that's the, the race of this whole thing. Because then, uh, was it Scherzer went to the Rangers? Yeah, and then Ver- Verlander, Verlander went, went to, to the, the Astros. Astros. And now they they were teammates, and now they're battling for first. Each one of those teams are game back. Like, this is going to come down the wire for all of those teams. That'll be a fun one to watch. One of them will the catch wire. the wild card, so one of them is going to get bumped out. Uh-oh. In the NL, we just talked about them. The Atlanta Braves still in first place, 85 and 45, best team in baseball. Central Division, Milwaukee Brewers, 74 and 57. And then the West Division, Los Angeles Dodgers, 81 and 49. They are seriously climbing to try to surpass number one seed from the Braves. They keep getting better. The Daniel Dodgers? Yeah. The Doyers? All that money. Yeah. You hope it starts working eventually. It needs to. <laughs> if you're going to put all that money into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it. I think that's it. Yeah. We, uh, let's have, jam out. Let's jam out. We have Messiahvor. This is the final week of Messiahvor. We thank them greatly for allowing us to use their tunes. Um, the name of this song is Deconstructor, uh, and it's off their new album, Transverse. Take a listen, and we will be back here in just a bit.
are back. You yes, just we are. heard Messiahvor. The name of that song was Deconstructor off of their latest album, Transverse. We appreciate them greatly for letting us use their tunes for the music break this whole month. Um, we will have Chad's cousin next month. That's right. We That's already got it planned out. Already planned. But in the meantime, if you haven't yet, please go like and follow Messiahvor on all things streaming. And you can go ahead and check out their merch and where they're playing on messiahvor.com. Uh, let's move on to the rest of the show, Chad. Let's fucking get, let's into, get into it, it, man. Let's get into it. Let us do it. Let's get weird. Uh, you want to get into the rec center right away? Yeah, I'm down. Oh, let's do it. We need. I forgot. I need to come. I have more homework. I need to come up with the rec center thing. So, yeah, we'll Maybe figure it out. A little something for now. It, we're gonna rec center. Yeah. we're gonna get wrecked. Get wrecked <laughs> at the rec center. Um, but yeah, what is your rec center for this week? It's BS High on BS Max right now. High on yeah. Max. Yeah, it's uh, something I've I got to be totally honest. I've only gotten like 20 minutes into, but I knew like I am going to watch the rest of this because just like the whole crazy fire f- craze that came through with Fire Festival and everybody watching those different documentaries and docu-series, the same thing is going to happen with this, man, because it was a total sham. There was this one guy that like called himself self-proclaimed honest liar. I like that. Contradiction right there. I like it. <laughs> yep. Sometimes you just got to go with what sounds good. Yeah. Be honest <laughs> in what's true. Eh. Yeah. So uh, he basically tried to create this high school football team that wasn't a part of a school, that didn't have any real trainers, and created all of this hype behind him uh, to get put on ESPN. And once they got it on ESPN, they got blown out. Like 50 really bad, zero. Yeah. <laughs> Players got hurt, and it, it, they weren't matched up for this amazing IMG school, which is like you know, one of the best schools in the nation. I think that IMG school is kind of like what they were trying to be, right? Oh, totally. Because IMG yeah. school is kind of similar. It's like a charter school almost, I can't remember the, what it spells it's, out. but yeah. yeah, it's literally like these kids go there to play football. And that's, that's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like a sports academy, and that's what this guy was trying to create, but without all of the real core substance behind it. And it led into an investigation after those players got hurt and the validity behind a lot of it. And just I remember like, when that happened. I was trying to – it was like two or three years ago, wasn't it? I'm, uh, yeah, 2021 is when the game yeah, was so broadcast. Yeah, I remember when that happened and everybody was talking about that school. And then, yeah, they just literally just got annihilated. Annihilated. Yeah. 58-0, man. It was, yeah. it was embarrassing for But that team. IMG school is like the best yeah. high school football team in the, in the yeah. nation national champs so. every year yeah uh, yeah that, how many episodes is it or i didn't see just how many thing? episodes is it was it, uh, i don't know i just started watching it sometimes i get bummed out when it's episodes i'm like just make it one fucking thing yeah. i don't want to watch fucking four intros you, you know? know honestly i kind of prefer the episodes thing because like her and i like most times like we can't do movies throughout the week because we got a time for pretty like after our workout after we yeah, you know, eat dinner there's time for like an hour so show's perfect yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. I guess that's right. Yeah, yeah, we started watching fucking uh, Black Panther last night, and uh, we got like halfway through it, and that's I was all falling you can asleep. Do. Yeah, especially that's probably then a two we and look, a half hour movie. It's yeah, two hours and fifty. So, what minutes. do you think of Ahsoka? It's pretty good so far. I do you remember it. who Sabine is? No, but Meryl does. Yeah, because she's cool. from. It's not the Clone Wars, is it? Rebels, from, Rebels, Star Wars yeah. Rebels. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm having to pick up on things, but dude, you know. I'm telling you, you know, I know this sounds weird, yeah, but. If if I had to admit, if I was into aliens, Sabine, a, a so, Sabine's uh, not an alien. She's totally human. But 
I mean, she could Nerd- be. That's She's my a Mandalorian, right? She's a Mandalorian, so whatever you want to call them. Alien to Earth. Yeah. Ahsoka's pretty fucking hot. Well, yeah, dude, Rosario Dawson. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Pretty hot. She is. Uh, what was it? Death Proof? Pretty hot. I never saw that movie. You never saw Death Proof? I know. I need to check that movie out. <laughs> Damn it. We got this TV. It's just like, remember that one time when I put on Purple Rain? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. let's just <laughs> put yeah. it on. Yeah, we're going to have to do that because... Just like I had not seen Purple Rain, then uh, you're just blowing me away with the things you haven't seen. You've Death seen, I've you never saw, seen Death Proof. That's like not. You like saw that the common. other one, right, about the zombies, and her? No, because there was two movies that Quint. Well, Quentin Tarantino made one movie, and then um, what's his name? Uh, Robert Rodriguez. Robert made Rodriguez made the other one, uh, and I feel Tarantino like I saw did the other Death one. Proof, and the other one was fucking. God damn it! I don't know. I feel like I might have saw him, but I don't remember. Yeah, and they like came out and they first ran at uh, drive-in movie theaters. Oh wow, that's cool. And they played them back to back as like a double feature. No, Fuck, now I can't. From Dust Till Dawn. That's not from Dust Till Dawn. That's a, that's a vampire great movie, movie though. Yeah. Uh, shit, Death Fruit. I'm gonna have to look it up, dude, because it's gonna blow me away that I can't fucking think of it. And Grindhouse. Oh no, I haven't seen that. Movie. You haven't seen either of them? Oh yeah, dude. I know, right? Death Proof's a good one. I like it better than Grindhouse. Is Grindhouse that the movie where weird. the chick's got the gun as a leg? That's Grindhouse, yep. yeah. Okay. And that's, uh, what's her name? Uh, Rose McGowan? Yep, Rose yeah. McGowan. Yeah. But uh, Death Proof was cool because it's like about this, um, uh, Kurt Russell plays like this old school fucking um, stuntman oh, cool. who drives like a badass crazy car and he ends up fucking around with these girls and trying to kill them and stuff and whoa rosario dawson's in it and then like sweet yeah but i mean her and clerks oh no totally and that's what's rad is like she's in a lot of like cult classic nerd stuff yeah clerks um daredevil on netflix if marvel's in if meryl's the, into the marvel, show that kind of threw me off if meryl's in the marvel i know meryl's in the marvel dude daredevil is superb the show the show on Netflix. Uh, now not it's on Disney Plus. The Ben Affleck no, Daredevil lame. movie. That one's lame. No. Don't what about Electra? I some people don't like that one. I'm a fan of it. it. It's hard not to think of Requiem for a Dream with that one. Oh no, that's Jennifer Connelly. I get the Jennifers mixed up. That's oh, Jennifer yeah. Garner. That's Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Yep. Requiem for a Dream is a weird fucking movie. Dude, so Darren Aronofsky, man, he's made some weird movies. Yeah. Did you ever see Moon? No. I think he made that movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Darren Aronofsky made Moon with uh, Sam Rockwell. Oh, I've now I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Super weird movie. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That's cool. Uh, what the fuck are we even talking about? Watch BS High. Oh, BS High. That's it's right. on Max. Yeah. Um, I'm going to recommend Swamp Kings on Ooh. Netflix. Tim Tebow. Yes. Pray. Um, a lot of people are saying the Saudi government should take some uh, pointers on Netflix uh, for sports watching because that's basically all the show was, was like a puff piece for um, Urban Meyer. You mean like the Saudi should use it for live or something? What are you talking just about? Just like because it's sports watching. It's just yeah. like a this is like a good protocol for how to sports wash, you know, yeah. even though they've done that with, you know, live and all that stuff. No, but absolutely. Um, I mean, it was a pretty good documentary. I think it's four parts. Um, they skip over a lot of yep. stuff that is pretty pertinent. I mean, Aaron Hernandez is just mentioned as a player. <laughs> That's crazy. You're like, how are you not going to talk about how I he think, murdered oh, They talked people? about one fight that Tim Tebow happened because he said, 
Tebow and him came out of like a bar or something or a party and somebody was hurling um, racist expletives at Aaron Hernandez and Tebow said, you know, I probably could have done more to stop it. But, you know, once it gets to a certain point, there's no going back. And then I guess Aaron Hernandez beat the shit out of that guy. Whoa, Uh, That was like the only thing they really mentioned about Aaron Hernandez. They did not talk to Percy Harvin, uh, who at the time was like uh, next to Tebow, the reason why the Gators were the Gators. Yeah. Um, and there's, there is a lot. They don't talk about Urban Meyer's supposed heart attack. Uh, they gloss over um, his tenure at the Jaguars, which was so wrought with everything that could go wrong and every head possible thing. <laughs> getting a lap dance from some chick after you're yeah. supposed to be on the team Nathaniel playing. Hackett was just inept but urban meyer was like what can i do to fuck this up <laughs> i think there should be an adam sandler movie that's made about urban meyer uh, i just called awesome. it bourbon urban nice um but yeah it's i thought it was a pretty good i mean overall it's a pretty um entertaining thing to watch uh, i was telling chad beforehand um, watching Tim Tebow give like speeches and shit, you see why, um, people even on the Broncos, like they talked about it in that Broncos run. They're like, I don't know what it was, dude, but he would just fuck it. We would be down two scores and he would come in the huddle and we would just fucking believe that we were going to go out there and win. And then we did by like six to three, you know, that's, that's the, <laughs> I Jesus think that was power. the Chiefs game right that's, there. Dude, Wasn't it yeah. six to three? <laughs> Something like or that. Or nine to six or yeah, something it was really like that. Low. It was super low scoring. Well, what I the first thing I think of, too, is the infamous pass against the Steelers that you oh, witnessed, yeah. right? I wasn't there for that oh, one. Oh, I thought you no, were there. No. You were I, we were working Ravens at Joe's. One. Yeah. Yep. Um, That's right. But, uh, I mean, that was the first year of the overtime rules changing. And when Demarius ran into the end zone, everybody thought the game had to keep going. And they're like, it's over. And people are like, what? It's over? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it <laughs> <Sure>. over? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... It's, you know, he's got that Jesus power with him. Yeah, and that's why he's like a huge motivational speaker now. Yeah, he is. He is. But you can definitely tell by the guys they picked. I mean, Tebow wouldn't have done it if they were shitting on Urban Meyer. So exactly. You know right away by who's involved how it's going to go. But it was still pretty entertaining. Yeah. Four All episodes right. on Netflix. You can fly through it pretty quick. Sweet. Um, I'll check that out. It does try to make you feel good about Urban Meyer. And then at the same time, you're like, that guy's still a piece of shit. Well, yeah, if anybody knows any recent events of him, they know that he's just an awful person. They did talk about the shit he did when he took over Florida, though, like to get like a hold of the team. I guess he made them all show up. They didn't even know who he was really yet. They made, He made him show up at 5 in the morning, and they had to run every stair in the stadium. God damn. From top to bottom. That's smart. Though. And then That's I guess approach. like when they first started doing it, they started doing these uh, mat drills. Which, I mean, people were getting fucking choked out. They show videos of it. Dudes are fucking getting choked out. Because what it is, is it's basically two guys go at each other, and you're supposed to stop this guy from getting to your side. Uh, And so, like, these guys are, like, dude, like, guillotining dudes in college. In, like, a college sport, like, you know training room fucking, fucking choking shit. people out guys are fainting they're calling them pussies these guys I are puking that, like, come dude. on man like get up be a man the guy's like puking on the ground like see that's way different <laughs> than like the oklahoma drill that's like the oklahoma but instead of well, like, oklahoma hitting. you just laid down they said hut you both jumped up and then just fucking ran at each other full speed jumped up that's not the way we did it 
We were five yards apart in three point stance, and oh. boom, we already were ready to go. See, the, I guess there's different ways. Yeah, I'm sure there's different. I think ways I've done it that way too. But there was a lot of people where you laid on the ground and it was like, get up and then run. Yeah, that's um, probably more of a workout. Yeah, but you know. damn, dude, I need to watch the Swamp Kings. That sounds. Yeah, I was it was gonna, pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm gonna watch BSI and then watch Swamp Kings. I'll have to also. And watch I wanted that. to reiterate another recommendation you had a few episodes ago, Shit. dude. I and I still have one uh, episode left on Playmakers. Oh, I think on I've Spotify. got two left. Man, that shit is fascinating. Yeah. Hearing these NFL coaches in the tree from it, the there's no other place like the NFL where you can get a job because you know somebody or you're related to somebody. Dude, all it's just like the they used to they had a joke back when McVeigh first got his coaching, um, like after the first couple of years, the Odoo McVeigh. Yeah. Which is like, if you just fucking walked by him and got a little bit of his scent on you, dude, you are going to be an OC <laughs> or a fucking, you know, you're going to be it's fucking promoted man. next year, like, no matter what. And after listening to it, I feel like more than anything, it should be Kyle Shanahan, Mike McDaniel. Like, the whole, I'm looking McVay at McVay did, when you listen to it, you're like, McVay kind of sounds like the little brother in this thing. He does. He really does. McDaniels is like the outcast who's like over here Weird, doing all this eccentric. cool shit to try yeah, and figure funny. out other ways. To get involved, but yeah, McVeigh just always kind of seemed like I'm like I don't know. I don't. If, if people aren't wondering if they're not sure what we're talking about on play play callers, play callers, uh, right? Not yeah, play, play callers, yeah. play callers on Spotify. Five part series about all of this coaching tree from Kyle Shanahan. Leading down to his dad from Mike Shanahan. Yeah, it basically starts with his dad and like how Kyle kind of got his morphed. Start into what his offense is off of his dad's offense. It, it really kind of breaks down to why these guys are so unique as well as like, you know, what their offenses are about and their, their play calling style. And you just see where Mike McDaniel, dude, he is like somebody that just smoked a blunt and he's ready to coach the league. Yeah. And he's like, like a little savant of some kind. What the fuck, dude? He's so different. <laughs> yeah. And I, his press conferences are hilarious. I want to keep watching. It's I just like the opposite of Bill Belichick. And we need a docu series about him, man. He is. He's like yeah. just fucking. With that people. would be a really good docu series, just to see the Mike McDaniel's docu series. Because I mean, that guy literally started out. He was just fucking a ball boy. Kyle right? Shanahan's friend, basically, after becoming a ball boy, and then mm-hmm. yeah, now he's a head coach in the NFL. You could tell he's, he's also Dan Soder's best friend. That's pretty cool. I remember you telling me about mm-hmm. that. That's pretty awesome. You could tell too because he's so sarcastic. One of those types of like comedians that's. He doesn't mean to be funny. Super He's just dry, telling me it is naturally how funny. It is. Yeah, yeah. But and that's what I hate. He's got my boy fucking Tyreek. So that's what I. I yeah, and Jalen Waddle. Fuck Tua too. Yeah, yep. Tua was looking pretty good. We'll see if he uh, all of his jujitsu and judo training will help <laughs> him not get. Dude, I guess it was pretty funny in the preseason, like and and during uh, training camp too. Like, I guess there was a few um, writers in the Miami area who like Tua would get taken to the ground and he'd like roll out of it, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, it's working!" <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Did you see how he rolled? He tucked and rolled rather than just falling back like a fucking ironing board letting smack the ground (laughs) they must be fucking giving him mad i hate to say it it might it must have been needed because he is one of the few people i've seen get hit and just fall the weirdest ways to hit his head sometimes people just don't get it like they gotta like brace themselves or some shit sometimes you gotta put those arms out (laughs) yeah just ah. do something. <laughs> it's like, like he goes no. to a rag doll and just, just falls. He's like, I'm going to go f- stiff. Yep. Oh, I got knocked out. Hope my neck's strong enough to not let my head hit the ground. It's insane, man. Yeah. So we'll see. I that It's 
it makes me nervous to draft anybody from that team because you never know who's going to stay healthy. Or if, for who's going to be throwing them the ball? Who's going to be yeah. throwing the ball? And all those wide receivers dealt with injuries last year. That was very true. Yeah, yeah. Tyreek was out for what a week or so. Yep. Yeah. And then now Jalen Ramsey's okay. We don't maybe. Know. Man, we got a lot of football to talk about in the future. I can't wait. But before we do that, we gotta get in the UFC. We gotta get in the UFC. And you know what that means? Boom, boom. Let's get it on. That's right. We're gonna talk about the fight night because that is gonna parlay into the DDOE this week. But how did you feel about it? I just watched the Max fight because it was in Singapore. So I woke up thanks to your lovely. Wake it was up an hour text. late, but I figured you might already have been up. So no, definitely not. I stayed up pretty late Friday night, so I woke up to your text, and it was perfect because then I turned on the fight immediately. Yeah, and it was right when the uh, main card started. So. It was it was great timing. Yeah, and yeah, man, I. Couldn't believe it. I was really nervous for Max Holloway, who is seriously, if not my favorite fighter, my second or third. Like, he is the fucking dude, man. He's just so fucking chill the way he goes about things. And he performed (laughs) in an exciting fashion. Yeah, I mean, really, from the get-go, there was one situation in the first round. um, Chung Sang-Yung hit, or Chun Sang-Yung. Is that how you say it? Chung Sung-Yung. It's a Korean zombie. easier. Um, but he hit him with like a right that knocked Holloway back into the cage. It did. And that was about the only time there was that flurry at the end. He caught him once, but, um, dude, Holloway just, I mean, picked him apart with that left man. He did. And he just showed why he's possibly one of the best boxers in the UFC. It just sucks that he can't get past Volkanovsky. He's still the number one ranked contender. Yeah. But it blew me away because Korean zombie is no, he's not for the faint of heart. And he got that nickname because he will keep keep walking, walking. whether he is dead (laughs) or not, man. And he did because start of the third round, I just watched the fight last night in the second round. It was almost back and forth. There was, he, he came out and landed a few shots against Holloway. Well, and Holloway knocked him down and he was out. True. He was fucking out. And that is one reason he will get the award that we're going to talk about soon. Because instead of, delivering unnecessary blows to him. He gave him a chance to recover, and he did. And it made – how about this, man? We never talk about this. How about that? Because he gave him a chance to recover, it made for a better fight. It did. I still think – I I mean, maybe they should have jumped in. But, again, if they did, we'd be talking about was it too soon of a stoppage. I don't know. He looked out to me. He dropped. Yeah. And then he was rolling around like he had no idea where he was. But – um. It was very nice of Max to give him that credit because he's like, I'm not going to go fucking just obliterate him on the ground right now. He stood up with his hands up and then he just rolled around and got back up. And he's like, oh, shit, I guess we're fucking fighting again. And then he did. And he put him into a Darce. And it was really smart of Max because he had him in a Darce choke where you kind of like push someone's neck and their arm you're basically against each choking other. them out with their own arm yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah you're choking yourself out. <laughs> quit choking yourself quit choking yourself <laughs> yeah you had him in that and he's twisting him around he doesn't have it quite locked in and he almost gets him worked up to the to the fence where he could really kind of twist himself back into uh-huh. tkz's body and and then he finally kind of got out of it it was really like, smart shit. of max because he realized like he's gonna tire himself out if he keeps trying this because korean zombie was not letting up not giving into it, and so they got up. They started fighting again. They ended the second round, and then third round, we talked about it. Korean Zombie was basically like, "All Fuck right, it. that's the only way I'm going to beat this <laughs> yeah. guy. 
I'm going to go all out, go brawls to the wall, and he fucking threw haymakers right in the beginning, and that's just it. Yeah, he caught he caught Max a couple times with a few things, and it's like Max said, right, when it ended, he's like, I was either going to catch him with mine or he was going to catch me with his yeah. right, and he's like, I caught him first. I thought that was the most honest statement to make because it really could have gone both ways. Any one of those swings from TKZ would easily, if they landed flush on the chin, been the end of the fight. And that's what's so amazing about Max is he's never been knocked down in the UFC. He's never been knocked out. This this is a guy that his greatness, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but his greatness doesn't get talked about enough. He's never been knocked down. And the Korean zombie almost, I feel like if he would have landed on those, it was really possible. But yeah, straight up in the one of the most kind of brutal but entertaining ways, hits Korean zombie right at the same time he was trying to punch Max and the Korean zombie just keeps walking. Like I told you, man, just walks like a zombie, even though his brain is shut off and walks. And we talked about it earlier when your head bounces off something, dude, his head, when he fell, bounced yeah. off the canvas. Yeah. You see where the cut was opening yep, I and then you that. see the blood spot. go. I didn't <laughs> notice that the first time I watched it. And then yeah. when I watched it last night, I was like, shit, they're fucking patching up a cut. Oh and, dude. He dented his fucking head with that. Yeah. His knuckle just went unbelievable in his head Uh, it was such an entertaining fight i swear it's like what we talked about with josh the week before there's nothing better than like waking up and just like catching ufc fights in the morning it's like all right let me start my fucking day yeah and then you're like ah i'm all aggro (laughs) i (laughs) know so fuck up everybody today that'll lead us saturday at nine o'clock in the morning (laughs) (laughs) he is a unique fighter and he handled it differently and to that we will hand him chris hit it the ddoe man That's right. We are hitting it hard, man. It is time to grip it and rip it for the daily dose of excellence. And as we have been talking, this one goes out to Max Holloway. It fucking does, dude. We have never seen a UFC fighter have so much honor and nobility in there in the octagon. I, I thought, what better person to hand it to than him? Yeah, and it was cool to see because this is before he knew he was going to retire. Uh, Max knocked him out. He obviously goes crazy. He runs and hugs his family. He jumps out of the ring, runs and hugs his family. Yep. Comes back in. The first thing he does is he sees that TKZ is now awake. He helps TKZ to the sitting position, then lifts him up, sets him on his stool, and hugs him and thanks him for the fight. And, uh, yeah, it, that's the one thing about fighting you see that's super cool is, like, the yep. camaraderie, com- camaraderie the camaraderie at the end of the fights when these guys are like, dude, we just fucking battled. Yeah. Like, there's nothing you can do but just, like, hug somebody. Like, we just kick the shit out of each other. It's <laughs> war, dude. And to, like, lay everything out there and to have somebody else put it all out there for entertainment, for your own integrity and, like, a physical test to see who can withstand, you know, the you know, the test that you're going to go through, I think that's what should be exchanged. And when I see like other fighters and I've said this before, I don't really fuck with like the Connor's like whole persona and just like trying to turn this sport into like a fully Mayweather type of like boxing thing. Yeah, I get it kind of grows more money and more pay for you buys and that's fun and all, but like 
to me, I appreciate the martial art of it. That's why one of my favorite fighter favorite fighters always will be Habib Nurmagomedov because he's a guy that you know very religious does it for the martial art of it rather than anything. And I've watched Max unfortunately lose to Volkanovski. Shit, I think three times now, twice. I can't. It's been too many times to count, and it's such a bummer. But what's so cool about it is, it's kind of different than football or basketball, where it just sucks and it's so salty. In interviews, he just kind of says, "Man, I got to hand it to this guy. He came with the best performance today, and you know what? It is what it is." Yeah. Instead of making excuses, instead of like calling out cheating or Deontay Wallet Wilder saying that your walkout outfit was too heavy. You calling it as it is. You're a realist. <laughs> you know? So I appreciate Max. And to keep going on this, I'm sorry. For the first time ever, he wore red shorts and he did that because For Maui, yeah. It was in support of Maui. And the first thing he said right after like when Michael Bisbee tried interviewing after the fight, he says, I don't want to talk about this fight. I don't care about it. All I want to talk about is in support of my people of Maui. Dude, he's always been one of my favorite fighters. He's had his son there right at the side of the octagon all the time. His wife always supports him, who's a professional surfer. I just appreciate how good this dude is, man. Fighting and as a person. Yeah, and he even said after, you know, Michael Bisbing did finally get him to talk about the fight afterwards, like, what are you going to go do? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, first thing I'm going to do tomorrow or like the next couple days, I'll be flying over to Maui to start, you know, helping and, and donating my time and volunteering to cleaning shit up around there. So yeah. even after a huge fight like that and then, you know, getting your ass kicked for one and training for all that time, like he's not even going to go take time off. He's flying right back home and he's going to go help take care of Maui, which is super cool. That's amazing. Um, I did post this to our story uh, on Instagram and Facebook. If you didn't see it, uh, it's a quote from Max Holloway and then a response from TKZ. Um, this is after the fight. Max always said, what an honor to share the octagon with you, Korean zombie MMA, the man, the myth, the legend, watching you throughout the years and how you carried yourself in the fight world with humility and respect like a true martial artist. The OGs of WEC slash UFC, none of these circus acts. You are the last of a dying breed. Thank you for paving the way. Damn. Enjoy your retirement. Look forward to your first singing album, my brother. And then Korean Zombie, my last. It was an honor to be with you. Okay, let's go with my first album. I guess he's a big singer. I don't know about that. I don't but, know anything yeah. about that, but I but just that, w what better way to say it? Yeah, and that's just a super cool way to send off somebody, too. So uh, on that, uh, Max Holloway. You are the Daily Dose of Excellence. Couldn't be more happy about this, man. We look forward to having you on the show soon. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on down. Yeah. This one's to you, Max Holloway. Cheers. Cheers, my friend. Soon to be on the show. Cheers to you, Mr. Ray. And cheers to you, Chadley. Mm. <sighs> Bushbills. Well, that is going to do it for episode 49 Ooh. next week. It's going to be a little bit of a different episode than this. The it beginning sure is the beginning of new things because from here on out, the show will be live streamed every Tuesday night. So that's wow. the plan. Um, our first show being live streamed will be episode 50, and it's also going to be um, the live streaming of the French Fanatics Fantasy Football Draft. It the will first be inaugural of such. Hopefully. One of the next, like, 20 years or something. Yeah, because eventually we'll probably just be so famous from the show. We'll probably have multiple fantasy leagues. My goal is us. five to six years from now, we're holding the draft. 
maybe Cozumel, Mexico or Ooh. something. We're having 40-yard sprints down the, the beach, beach to find out who gets what draft pick. <laughs> this is the goal. Make it happen, league. I'm waiting on you. Yeah, we're waiting on you guys. But um, we're looking forward to it. Uh, on to new beginnings. We love and appreciate each and every one of you. If you've made it this far, please like, share, and uh, make sure to rate us five stars on everything. Like, share, subscribe, and follow us on all things social media at French underscore fanatics. I am Chris Zane. That is Chad Lee. Damn right I am. And we are getting out of here for episode 49. Then we're going to do a thumbnail. That's the thumbnail. See you guys later. We love you guys. Love you. We'll